Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. The Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Episode 142. A high card enters the game. The tolling of the church bell woke Abby with a start. I'm late. How can it be 10.45 already? I'll look terrible in church. Everyone will stare at me. Abby dashed through her morning routine in a panic and quickly walked across the churchyard. The bright sun was dazzling and the heat was ferocious. Tables were lined up under the shade of the maple trees. She was thinking, The side door is propped open. I'll just slide in there and find a seat quickly. But the pews were packed. No empty space was to be seen. A ripple of movement spread through the crowd as Abby walked up the aisle all the way to the back. She found standing room behind the last pew. I should have entered through the front door. I'm not thinking straight. And who was that sitting next to Tuck? Reverend Tuck came to the podium and smiled as he looked over the congregation. We have the honor this morning of receiving Richard Beckett, Bishop of the River Valley Region, at today's worship service. Bishop? Abby was entranced by the bishop's costume. He wore a sparkling white gown with a bright red embroidered vest and a high pointed white hat. He held a tall staff made of thick, gleaming brown wood. There were small leaves carved in the spiral top. The resemblance of the staff to the mapstick was striking. A tree with long roots and branches was embroidered on the emblem worn on the clasp of his robe. The man himself was middle-aged, tall and clean-shaven. His dark skin stood out in contrast to the white gown and hat. He seemed very solemn, quiet, and self-contained. Abby was fascinated. The time for the sermon arrived, and Bishop Beckett came to the podium to speak. Here he is! Here he is! In a calm, even tone, he expressed his happiness in being called upon to visit the United Church of Middletown, one of the best-attended churches in the Half Moon Valley. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate the commitment and vitality of this congregation, and your willingness to take on the most pressing issues of our day. Thank you to Reverend Tuck, uh, the trustees, and all church employees and volunteers. Gradually, the tone and subject matter of the bishop changed. He began to comment on the terrifying problems in today's world, 
the endless conflicts and wars destroying whole cultures and nations. We all should understand that Christianity is not owned by any cult, tribe, culture, nation, race, or political party. It makes no individual or group automatically superior or inferior to others. And it is available to any individual or group on this earth. God is not owned by anyone, but is mysteriously in and for all of us. As expected, the bishop brought the sermon back to the town and the situation of this particular church. I have followed the recent controversies in the media with concern. I do not want to see this town break into rival camps, and I will not tolerate the church being used by anyone to express hatred in any way, shape, or form. I am aware that this congregation has not elected a new trustee for 12 years and therefore needs guidance. For these reasons, I have decided to oversee the process of electing a new trustee. I'm very glad to hear that two worthy candidates have offered their time and attention for this important responsibility. The gathering following this worship service and the fundraising festival scheduled for this coming Saturday will provide ample opportunity for people to meet the candidates. I spoke with Becky Scudder and Ellen Hall before this service and can see that both are already well known to the congregation. Ellen from her role in the Sunday school and Becky from church attendance and daily work across the street. I expect an open and positive reception for both candidates. No slander, street corner campaigning, or scapegoating will be permitted. These two events will be more than enough time for those who have never met a candidate to ask questions and have a friendly conversation. I understand that this is an important week in the life of this church. And I will attend this afternoon's gathering, the festival this coming Saturday, and the election itself a week from today. I want to make it clear to everyone that every voter must be present in this church next Sunday morning and give their name, address, and phone number written in their own hand for the vote to count. My letter on the subject will be handed out at both exits today and next weekend. I'm looking forward to meeting all of you, and I'll be present in the churchyard and welcome your concerns and questions. We all hope to be in service of the divine will. Let us move forward with faith and love. And now let me Turn this service back to Reverend Tuck. We have hope with this man. 
talk continued the usual format without comment. He closed with these words. Oh, I'm, I'm very grateful to the bishop for his care and concern for our church and all of us here in the River Valley. I invite all of you to join us in the churchyard to celebrate Jean Garrison's years of exemplary service. Abby was struggling with her feelings about the night before, her plans for the outdoor gathering, and her excitement about this new visitor, all at the same moment. Highly charged memories of the starlit journey to her garden kept running through her mind, leaving her torn about how to handle her relationship with Jeremy. She was thinking, He won't condemn me. He actually does like me. And he seems as obsessed with what we're doing as Phoebe and I. Now, how am I going to handle this event? The last thing I want to do is participate in the adult discussions that will begin soon around the food tables and the table for the trustees themselves. I wanted to work on the youth garden with young people but it's sweltering already. No one will be happy working in the sun. But maybe I can do something with the wild area and bird watching. The cool shadows of that mysterious place might be just the right thing. People were getting hot and irritated already in the bottleneck at the side door. Abby stayed very quiet and passive, letting impatient people go ahead of her. Suddenly, she felt a tug on her shirt from behind and turned to see Glenda carrying Tiny. Oh, am I happy to see you. I promise to stick close to Ellen for this, whatever you call it. She's afraid and needs company. And Tiny and Kayla will get bored and... We want to explore. Kayla and Lucy and I want to see everything. I'm so glad to hear it. I'll be waiting for you and all your friends back in the wild area. I'll show you the new bird watcher's path. Abby and Tiny stood by the new sign and waited. Ellen immediately sent Kayla running toward them across the grass. Tom Winkle and Lucy approached more slowly. Lucy tells me you have plans for the children and the explore, she calls it. That's right. We have an activity all planned. Now, you may not be aware that Lucy and Tina's friends have been talking about you all week. They see each other at the preschool and at Sunday school as well. Is it true that you're going to be running activities at the preschool? Tom Winkle smiled. Abby was thinking, Oh, this is wonderful. He really likes what I'm doing. I wish you
strand of your hair I'm asking the man in the sky to take care of you on that boat with your sail in the Mystery before us From out of our mother The earth we all share May earth, wind and water Go on forever May we always go with them Our sails in the air to take care of a mother around us the earth